0: We're back with another episode and we've got a good one for you today. Cam Newton signs with the New England Patriots. High school standout Amani Bates chooses Michigan State. And the NBA comeback is less than 30 days away. All that and more here on Sports Time with My. Whether you wanna call. Office or to run in the morning, got to talk for all the news. Sports talking We talking sports off and I'm thinking ready to play the to fuse with Boston. Now that Kobe retired, I'm thinking Kobe for office. Also accepting the NBA checks. I'm taking office from Detroit. Right to the big leagues, the big screen where we prove that we on What's things. up everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Sports Time with my and first thing first. Do y'all know what today is? Today is very special. Today is a very special day, it's a beautiful day, and you know why? Because it is a great day to go ahead and arrest the murderers of Breonna Taylor. I want to go ahead and start off with that. There's been a lot of things going on right now, and that's kind of honestly why I haven't made any podcasts in a minute, because there's just so much going on out there in the world. Everything else is a distraction. Sports sports are a distraction, in my opinion. Everything else, at this point, kind of needs to go to the wayside until we can work and fix this system, if that's something that everybody really wants to do. If not, back to business as usual. You know, If if it's something that people don't really care about, then I think back to business as usual. Let's open everything back up and let's keep it pushing. But if we are all actually really looking for change to happen, I think it's going to be very important for things to stay close. The biggest difference in the murder of Eric Gardner... And the murder of George Floyd is quarantine and coronavirus. When the murder of Eric Gardner happened, it did strike the world. A lot of people saw it. Why weren't people protesting all throughout the streets? Because there was so much other stuff going on. You tuned in to watch Kobe Bryant that night score 50. You turned on to watch ESPN and other events the rest of the day. When George Floyd happened, we all were forced to watch it. There was nothing else on television. There's no sports. There's nothing live, nothing but the news. And it put it in our face and we had to see it. And that's what's constantly happened over this quarantine. And that's why I think so many people are waking up and actually acknowledging what's going on is because they can't not see this anymore. I think for the first time ever, every single person in America witnessed a murder at the same time. You know, we, we all witnessed a man die right in front of our eyes we witnessed that for the first time ever and I think that was powerful and I understand why many NBA players don't want to come back right now it makes 100% sense to me and I'm for them but I can't hate on the players who want to go back and get a paycheck again I understand what they're saying but I do think it's acknowledge- it is important to acknowledge both sides of the coin. And the one side of the coin is Lou Williams is 100% correct. Bringing basketball back is a distraction. As simple as that. There is no, we can use our platform to push for social change and all that stuff. That doesn't make any sense. When Eric Gardner died, everyone showed up to the pregame and the layup lines and I can't breathe t-shirts. What happened after that? Nothing. Back to normal, back to usual. Playing basketball games is not using your platform to make a difference. Making a difference is what you guys have been doing and it's been amazing to see. NBA players out on foot at protests or NBA players speaking out about this or NBA players demanding their owners and coaches to make a change. That's actually how change happens. There's no change happening from going back to playing basketball and putting money in the same people's pockets that you were just protesting. We're protesting a system, a system error, basically, and we're going to go right back to playing basketball and playing football and putting money right back into the system. So that's my only issue with the NBA starting up is I love basketball more than the next person I truly do. But I just think right now is such a vital time and we have such a such a huge opportunity right now as a nation to all come together and it's not going to happen and we're going to have a situation like this again in the future for sure. And I just hope next time it happens, we've got more people on the right side than the wrong side. Because I, I truly think this is only the beginning. Things may get worse. But sorry for the soapbox. I don't want to come on here and bring anyone's mood down. We do have some exciting news to share with you. Shout out to all my Michigan State fans out there. You guys are loving yourself right now as Imani Bates High School standout has committed to sign and go to East Lansing. Can't say I'm too shocked about this. As a Michigan man, I was obviously very hopeful he landed in Ann Arbor, but Izzo has been scouting the guy since he came out the wound, and Amani Bates has been the best player in Michigan since ninth grade. There was no chance Michigan State could miss Imani Bates. I think it's a huge signing for them. I think it could bring in lots of other recruits, people who want to play with Imani Bates. I mean... Heck, why wouldn't you? He's a great athlete, a great skilled player, high IQ, and he's selfless. I mean, they always talked about how he was going to transfer from his small high school and go play somewhere else, Oak Hill and all these other things. He never did. He stayed with his guys, and he's a loyal dude, and I love him for that. And I think that's dope what he did, but sorry to break your hearts, MSU fans. I don't think he'll ever play a game in the Michigan State jersey. I just feel by time, he needs to actually make the decision to come to MSU's campus. There's going to be so many different avenues out there. Isaiah Todd's obviously going to be in the G League next year, but I think Amani Bass is going to see that and say, why would I go to college? I can make this money right in here, right now. My dream is to be an NBA player, and the best track to be a professional might be to skip college and go straight to the NBA development system. I think that could be the next big thing. If the NBA does this right, the G League could be the G League could become something very special for many young players. If Isaiah Todd is successful next year, I don't think there's a way that Imani Bates doesn't isn't entertained by that idea at all, and you can't blame him for being that way. Going to college, man, it's gonna be tough. I hate that he chose MSU. I really do. I've just seen MSU and Izzo. Bottle so many great talents because of how their system is. And that's no knock to Izzo. He's a fantastic coach. Future Hall of Famer has done many great things for the MSU program. But a fact is a fact, he has a history of bottling great players. Obviously, number one on my list is Keith Applin. Man, I whew, that boy in high school was something else. I watched him score 49 points in the state final game. He goes to MSU and he's not taking more than 15 shots a game sometimes. You see Jaron Jackson go to MSU and, and average 15 something points a game and he could have averaged 30 at most schools. So you see the history of Izzo doing that and you look at Imani base and the first thing you say is, man, I hope he doesn't ruin his game. However, I do think... You cannot mess up Imani Bates' game. I do think he's that good of a player that no matter where he goes, he's going to be a successful talent at the next level. It's just who's going to be the bypass system to have him get there. Is it going to be the uh, MSU Spartans or is it going to be the G League where he gets to make some money and start to become a professional athlete and not go to classes and deal with the winter snow? Other big news in sports is Cam Newton, the worst Instagram captioner in the history of Instagram has signed to the new England Patriots. And that is fantastic news right there. We talked about it a couple of weeks ago, Rob Wilson and I on the possibility of Cam Newton going to the new England Patriots and what kind of fit he could be on that team. We obviously both kind of doubted it would happen just because we thought if the Patriots were going to sign Cam Newton, they would have did it months ago. However, they wait until now. They sign him to a one-year deal, and I'm excited for Cam. He has a chance to redeem himself for, quote-unquote, whatever he did wrong in the NFL, which I'm not really sure what that was, to put him on thin ice. He, a former MVP led an awful organization to Super Bowl 50, and they really treat Cam Newton like he is some fallen athlete. It is insane to me. How they have just dogged that guy's story. And I am cheering for Cam Newton the way I cheered for Carmelo Anthony this year. I am all behind Cam Newton having a fantastic season. I hope he has an MVP caliber season, honestly, and leads the Patriots back to the playoffs. This may be the first year, honestly, that I cheer for the New England Patriots. Yep, I'm going to say that again. This may be the first year I cheer for the New England Patriots. I am so excited for Cam Newton. And he deserves it. I mean, I I read a funny tweet today. Chase Daniel makes more money than Cam Newton and Jameis Winston combined. Chase Daniel. This like they they really dog African American quarterbacks and coaches in the NFL. A fact is a fact. The system is flawed. Black quarterbacks, black coaches, they don't get second and third chances like this. So I really hope Cam makes the best of this opportunity and just has a Michael Vick Philadelphia Eagle comeback. I really hope Cam is fantastic with the Patriots and leads that, as they called it, an awful receiving staff last year because Tom Brady struggled. I hope he takes that same receiving staff and takes them to the next level because it's been tough. It's been tough for black quarterbacks and black coaches in the NFL for years. And this would just be amazing to see. An organization like the New England Patriots in Boston, one of the most racist cities in America as far as sports go, to take that team as a black quarterback to the playoffs would be absolutely amazing. And I'm all for it, Cam Newton. P.S. I really wish you would change your Instagram captions. I really do. It's a headache to read and I refuse to follow you. The NBA comeback is around the corner, just about a month left until that tip-off comes and it is time for the LA Lakers to crown themselves as the rightful NBA champions of this season. They tried to postpone it, coronavirus and everything like that, but I've been telling every single person since the coronavirus started, this NBA season will go on because LeBron James has to win an NBA title this year. This is his biggest opportunity he's had, I would say, in his career to just put the cherry on top of the cake. Right now, he is three for eight in the NBA Finals. Right now, we still have discussions on, is LeBron better than Kobe? Is is LeBron better than Jordan? Is LeBron the best ever? As I've already previously said, I hate all these discussions. However, for the game and the fans who love these discussions, another NBA title for LeBron James is monumental. He needs that to signify top dog in the NBA history for those fans. He needs that. He brings a title to three different teams. Not many guys have done that. And to bring it to the L.A. Lakers, the last guy to win a a title in L.A. since Kobe Bryant, he comes there. And brings them a title the way he brought Miami a title. The way he brought Cleveland a title. LeBron James winning the NBA title this season is a must. Not to mention, look at it the opposite way. He drops to 3-9 and nine in NBA Finals. With Anthony Davis and this squad that he has in LA. If he were to lose to the Milwaukee Bucks. <laughs> the Milwaukee Bucks and the Lopez Twins. Or lose to Paul George and Kawhi Leonard in their very first years as the L.A. Clippers. I don't know what's worse. Actually, no, I do. I know what's worse. Losing to the Clippers would be worse. It would be, man, that would be gut-wrenching to LeBron's legacy. I really do. I really think it would be. To not even make it to the finals to allow the team down the hall in their very first year of being one squad. To come down the hall as the LA Clippers and beat you guys and make it to the finals would be gut-wrenching to LeBron James' legacy. This season is so important for money and for everything behind it. LeBron James is going to win the NBA title this year. Dang, why they do my why they do the Memphis Grizzlies like that and John Morant? They did John Morant and the Grizzlies dirty. Portland Trail Blazers, San Antonio Spurs, New Orleans Pelicans, Utah Jazz, the Thunder, the Toronto Raptors, the Boston Celtics, and the Milwaukee Bucks. That's the schedule that the, Grizzly have, that the Grizzlies get just to make as the AFC in the playoffs? That's crazy when you look at what the Pelicans got to play. Pelicans schedule the Utah Jazz, the Clippers, which is good. They obviously have the Grizzlies. Sacramento Kings, eh. Spurs, Sacramento Kings, eh. Orlando Magic, eh. that don't make no sense. How they going to give the Pelicans that schedule and give the Grizzlies and John Morant the other schedule? I mean, they are pushing this Zion Williamson and LeBron James matchup so hard, it is borderline unnatural. That's all I'm saying. It's borderline unnatural. Either way, it's going to be an interesting NBA playoffs, and I hope that these restart games go as planned. I hope no players get hurt as they have eight games to prepare for the some of the hardest basketball that they're going to play of their lives. I hope that it just goes as planned. It will suck. It would suck so bad to see a, a anybody, let alone a big-name player, to go down in one of these restart games that they're rushing and rushing and rushing to get back. I just hope every player looks out for the safety and, I can't bash any player who says they're sitting out. Avery Bradley, Lou Williams, if you continue to decide to sit out. I mean, every single player that's saying they're not going to play, honestly, props to you. You're looking after your body, you look after yourself, and it's happening in other different sports. MLB coaches are sitting out. NCAA right now, they have, Penn State had 40 players almost that still haven't showed up to training camp. It's happening everywhere right now, and I hope that players just look out for their families, look out for themselves before they make the decision on coming back to the NBA for this restart period because they are thinking about their pockets. You have to be thinking about yourself and your family. And that's all the time I got, but I do want to end it on this Tomorrow's an even better day to go and arrest the murderers of Breonna Taylor. Until next time, y'all. Have a good one. Peace. Hey, I almost forgot. Happy anniversary to my folks. Carla Butler, Myron Butler Sr., y'all the greatest, y'all the best. I love y'all and I appreciate y'all so much. Happy anniversary. I hope y'all enjoy. He thought up here immensely Eight feet With the quick feet Intensely Weighing and it's a Suspense But I'm finally here Follow me here Cause trust me It's no time to be square And if you really did trust me Then you would solemnly swear To pop a bottle for every gun And flying fly in the air